Are you all paying attention out there? Still awake? I know this is a lot of speakers going on, but um, I'm here to share a little bit of my college story with you today as well. So from as early as I can really remember, I dreamed about going to Harvard. Has anyone here seen Legally Blonde? Yes. Okay, I'm glad a lot of you have. I think watching Legally Blonde when I was in middle school probably had something to do with my obsession with the color pink, as evidenced by my outfit today, my love for chihuahuas, and attending law school. Though trivial, I sincerely thank Elle Woods for showing me that it's not only possible to be girly and smart, but possible to begin sticking up for myself in the values that I believe in. My name is Kira Horniak, and from an early age, I decided I would not be swayed by liberal biases. I was going to stick true to my gut feelings, and so far I'm happy to say that my gut has not led me astray. From debating, uh, with my 2008, uh, to, to, from debating the 2008 presidential election with my 8th grade civics teacher to refuting evolution in my 12th grade AP biology class, I found myself not settled at Harvard, but in my new home at the University of Florida. Liberalism is pretty apparent at UF, but it is especially prevalent in one of our courses that we have to take titled, What is the Good Life? This class has caused three main areas of controversy. The first being mainly the workload that the class produces. The second is that it's required. And the third is um, the university's description of the course, which says that it analyzes relevant works. Taking all of these into consideration, I started asking myself a few questions. As a student that pays $3,000 for a class, why should I pay for this class that I didn't even choose to be in? And also, what exactly makes something relevant? This is an undeniably liberal university. Are they trying to just push their own ideas on us, or are they trying to grow us as people? So with the fact that I didn't really have a choice, I decided to go in with a positive attitude and firm in my beliefs. So like Al, I've always gotten a thrill from debating, and I always passionately put forth my side of the case. So with the likelihood that I would be able to speak in front of 500 plus students, I found myself getting really excited for the opportunity to share my opinions. We started the semester talking about how money, family, religion, and history all have affected the good life in the past. And we watched TED Talks, had a transgender person come and give us a lecture, etc. We had all kinds of different avenues to explore. They basically outlined every way that we might be able to possibly obtain the good life and expected us to be able to choose which path that we wanted to take in our own lives. I believe that this class probably confused way more people than it helped. But I know at the end of the day, I still took a lot out of it. Former U.S. Treasurer that you heard from earlier this week once told us, to know the other side of an argument and be prepared with how to defend your own. So, if anything, I believe that this class prepared me with knowledge that, about different worldviews that I probably wouldn't have had time to study in, in my own time. I was never afraid to offer my opinion, but that did not mean that I escaped the retaliation that was aimed strictly at me in the open debate style lecture hall. I know this helped prepare me for what I, what I will face in the future, but what I don't understand and will never understand is how people genuinely got angry with my opinion. I'm sure all of you have probably experienced this in your own lives as well. So an example of this, one day we were discussing the separation of church and state, and most of the class was arguing for the total removal of anything God-related from our government or documents or anything. And so considering about 3% of students are out of state at the University of Florida, according to College Press, I assume that many have probably not been to D.C. before. So with that assumption, I raised my hand and I said, whether y'all like it or not, Christian principles were the foundation of this nation, and that is evidenced in almost every single U.S. government building and founding document. Instead of tearing down and trying to remove these symbols, they should be embraced and promoted as part of our history. Because, once again, like it or not, God, even the founding fathers that did not believe in God realized the importance of having these principles as the foundation of our country. 
The class continued to reprimand me and stated that my opinion was wrong. And one girl went so far as to yell at me and say, government was not founded on Christian principles, it was founded on the separation of the two. She said, completely missing my point. She also then accused me of wanting to make government synonymous to religion and even personally attacked my own character. But I decided to defend my argument and even told the class about the beautiful quotes that I've seen in the Library of Congress Dome, each of which refers to God in some way. The good life was supposed to open people's minds about different opinions and different worldviews, but most of the time I just felt like my own opinion was being attacked. From this experience, I learned that when you're in the minority, you have even more of a responsibility to voice your opinion. The most rewarding aspect that I had in this course was when students would come up to me after class and thank me for sharing my opinion. They said that they would do the same thing if they had had half of my courage. This was a great reminder that sometimes you are a voice for many, even if you feel like you're standing alone. So in addition to the required coursework at UF, being a political science major gives the perfect avenue for professors to share their beliefs. Obviously, professors are going to be passionate about politics, or else they probably wouldn't spend their time teaching the ins and outs of the political system. But this is important to be aware that it also means they are passionate about the beliefs that they possess. Not all are trying to force their ideas on you, but they will have a bias if you are keen enough to realize it. The main problem I have witnessed is that most college students do not care enough to pick up on this bias, and this is one of the biggest, my biggest pet peeves. Students take what professors say as truth, and then they will argue it as if there's never an opinion to be held in the first place. This is one of the biggest problems facing our world today. The tendency to believe those who are in higher authority than you is probably one of the leading causes of this blind happiness to believe liberal media. Some professors will admit their political beliefs, and I'm always extremely thankful when professors do this. Then I know to be wary and conscious of their opinionated statements. As long as you can distinguish opinion from fact, it is not hard for you to make sure that both sides are heard if you are willing to stand up. I advise you to be critical enough of your teachers to hold your ground and do not stop fighting. I promise it will pay off in the end. In conclusion, the education system we are facing today is constantly inching to the left-hand side of the political spectrum. I have experienced it within my organizations, my required coursework, and my political science courses. Even though none of us here are naive middle school students anymore, I believe we can still take a lesson from Elle Woods. Just as in the face of those who are doing everything in their power to make you fail, it is just as important for you to persevere, persevere and still come out on top. And just as Elle had a strategy, so should we. In order to combat this growing sensation, we need to be, do a better job of promoting these conservative values, be the voice on campus for these values, be an example of these values, and be able to stand up and debate professors respectfully as well as knowledgeably. Also, remember, even if you do not end up at your dream college, God has a great plan for you that is better than anything you could ever imagine. Trust me on this, he knew I would be much happier basking on the Florida beaches than suffering through New England winters. Thank you. <laughs>